This episode of the Golf Gaming Podcast and the Sports Gaming Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Playing the free bet today. All right, DJs, welcome back to the Golf Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Shermer, and I'm going solo tonight because Boston Capper is moving into a uh, new domicile. and. Uh, he still uses AT&T for his internet, and I bet they're probably all tied up right now trying to figure out how uh, Sunday Ticket is not working for their subsidiary, DirecTV, uh, so they're way too busy doing with that and not giving him internet, so it's just going to be me breaking down uh, the Sanderson Farms Championship tonight. Um, I'm going to try to do this uh, a little bit of a quick podcast. I'm doing this before uh, the Giants game tonight. I'd like to get this done before then. Uh, so tonight, I'm just going to break down the golf course. I'm going to break down so some things about it, you know, just some general betting strategies, statistics, you know, what type of golfers be good. And then just a little brief rundown of DFS. I mean, ownership is really early right now. Uh, I'll just talk about some kind of things I noticed just looking at the pricing, you know, kind of, you know, tell you where I'm kind of leaning as far as like what guys I want to go with, you know, you know, as far as projected ownership right now. Uh, so, yeah, why don't we just get right to it? So we are going to the Country Club of Jackson this week. Uh, not a great field. Uh, it's week after the President's uh, Cup, uh, but even if it wasn't, this usually doesn't draw a tremendous field. Uh, Sam Burns is a defending champion. He's pretty much the only big fish in this field. Uh, you know, it's, you got Sahit Tagala, you got Russell Henley, you got Sebastian Munoz, but all those guys are, uh, you know, pretty high price in DFS this week. That kind of shows you just how weak this field is. So why don't we talk about the golf course real quick? Uh, so the Country Club Jackson, uh, it was uh, built in 1914. Uh, and it was relocated to its current site in 1960. Uh, in 2008, it was renovated by John Fott. And basically what he wanted to do was he wanted to create, you know, reincorporate classic Donald Ross design features into the golf course. He also wanted to restore the greens uh, with new Bermuda, Bermuda turf grass. Uh, and he was hoped that by doing all of this, maybe he could lure the PGA Tour to bring the Sanderson Farms Championship away from uh, Annandale Golf Club uh, which is also in, I think, Mississippi, uh, and bring it to there. And he was successful in doing that. Uh, so the tournament came to the country of Jackson in 2015. Um, you know, and, and there's been a few Donald Ross renovations that have happened uh, uh, recently, and or not recent, but, what, you know, that we know about, you know, when handicapping golf. Uh, obviously, in my neck of the woods, uh, there was a very good renovation of a Donald Ross golf course uh, called Oak Hill by Andrew Green uh, that I look forward to seeing next uh, next May. Very good job doing that. They did a really good job renovating and restoring Sedgefield Country Club for the Wyndham Championship. That's a good one. Some of them don't go well, like Reese Jones's uh, kind of desecration of Eastlake. Uh, not a very good golf course after what he did with it. Um, and John fought kind of, you know, he was going uphill with this place. The land is not very interesting. Didn't really give him a whole lot to work with unless he wanted to basically be Tom Fazio and just, you know, take about, you know, about a dozen bulldozers and move a bunch of earth and, you know, dump millions and millions and millions of dollars into this restoration. He didn't really have a lot to work with. So, you know, I think for what he did, he did an okay job. Uh, you can definitely see some classic Donald Ross principles of the golf course. So, you know, it's got a classic out in routing. It's got a nice mixture, you know, and usage of right to left, right dog legs, left dog legs. Uh, basically, to, you know, you know, kind of command 
players who kind of work the ball a little bit both ways. Um, you know, the positioning and the undulation of the greens were pretty good. Some of the greens can be a little tricky that we'll talk about a little later. Uh, the bunkers have, you know, they're pretty shallow um, um, base with grass faced, um, you know, sides there that, you know, it's, it looks like Donald Ross bunkers, you know, basically you could probably put a lot of this, you know, this routing up in my neck of the wood where there's, there's a lot of Donald Ross golf courses and it would fit right, right in. But, you know, look like, unless, like I said, if he wanted to basically move, Heaven and Earth to, you know, really do something really special with this place. Uh, there's not really a whole lot you want to do with it. It kind of is what it is. It's a no-nonsense golf course. It's not really going to draw any eyeballs away from football this week. Um, you know, it's just a average PGA Tour stop. There's nothing really offensive about it that really gets me um, all hot, you know, all angry or anything. It just, it's kind of is what it is. So, why don't we take our first break and then we'll start breaking down some uh, some betting strategies? All right, let's talk about WinBet. Are you thinking about joining WinBet? And now is the perfect time for new customers to bet $100 to get a $100 free bet. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus of $1,000. WinBet is starting to get live all over the country. It's live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. Plus, WinBet has their own same game parlay feature. Just click on the game you like, select, build your own bet, and start building a monster parlay. There's a lot to choose from, too. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know what we sent you at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Obvious subject to change, turns and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play-through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Now let's talk about Babbel. You know, we said the President's Cup and the next President's Cup in 2024 is up in Montreal. And, you know, that's relatively near to where uh, I uh, I live here. But, I mean, I'd have to go there. And, you know, it's easy going to Toronto because everybody knows English. But up in Montreal, they speak mostly French. And I did not take French uh, in high school. So maybe what I'll do is I'm going to use Babbel to learn French so I can go up and watch the President's Cup in Montreal. And if you're like me, if there's a foreign language that you're not learning in school, it's never too late to start with Babbel. Babbel is the language learning app that's sold more than 10 million subscriptions. Thanks to Babbel's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons, you can finally cross learning that new language off your list. With Babbel, you need only 10 minutes to complete a lesson so you can start having real-life conversations in a new language in as little as three weeks. Our language learning apps use AI for lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created with over 150 language experts and voiced by real native speakers, not computers. Their teaching methods have been scientifically proven to be effective. And with Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. To start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash SGP. That's babbel.com slash SGP for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel, the language of life. All right. Let's start talking about, you know, just some betting strategy. That's really what you're here for. You're not really here to me to talk about how, you know, a random guy in the Southeast tried to, you know, make a Donald Ross golf course. So, um, why go over some relative just facts about the place? 
Um, so the golf course, let's talk about agronomy first. The golf course features Bermuda grass fairways and two-inch Bermuda mixed rough. Yeah, not very deep rough. Kind of like what we saw last week uh, at Quail Hollow where, um, you know, the ball can still sit down. You can still get some kind of nasty light. But it's not like, you know, when you go to some gnarlier places with Bermuda grass where the ball just sinks and you have pretty much no shot at it. Here you can definitely get a little bit of a club uh, on the ball if you hit it in the rough. Uh, the greens are champion marina grass. That's actually what we just saw last week at the President's Cup. Uh, some other golf courses that have champion marina grass uh, greens. Uh, Quail Hollow, like I just mentioned. Congaree, which is going to host the CJ Cup in a couple of weeks. You got Sedgefield Country Club, which is the win of the championship. Also with Donald Ross design. Uh, TBC Southwind. And Memphis and Trinity Forest. Uh, they had tournaments, I think, for two years before they uh, moved it to uh, a place that's not very good. Um, so... If you're someone who wants to look at agronomy stats, uh, you know, you can use those five to really drill down on that specific type of strain. But overall, though, if you just use like, you know, run in the middle of Bermuda, you're probably fine. Let's talk about yardage. So this country club Jackson plays about 7,460 yards. It's a par 72. But um, based on how the golf course is laid out, it plays much shorter. And one thing I like that data golf uses is that they actually calculate, they take the shot link data. And they actually recalculate how far the golf course actually is based on what tee shots these guys use. Because, yeah, sure, from tee to green, if you play it straight, it can be 7,460 yards. But with how far these guys are hitting it nowadays, you can cut the corner, you can cut dog legs, you can really shore up the golf course. So they estimate that it plays between like 7,200, like 7,250 yards. Um, a lot shorter. Um, so using that metric, it's a lot about middle of the pack in terms of like length in the PD tour. Uh, there's also some shorter par threes on that golf course. Um, most Donald Ross original inspired designs typically have one or two shorter par threes. I think there's one that's like 160 yards. There's another one's like 180. Uh, it's not going to be like a Tom Fazio where, or like a Robert Turner Jones, where they're all like 190 plus, you know, there's going to be a little bit of a variety as far as, you know, some of your par threes. So that helps knock down some of the yards too. How about some scoring? Uh, so Country Club of Jackson plays about 1.4 strokes uh, under uh, par on average. It's one of the easier golf courses in the PGA Tour. Uh, so of all the regular stops in the PGA Tour, the ones that consistently you go to every single year, there's a lot of day behind it. Uh, it's got the seventh easiest par fours um, on the PGA Tour. Par five is about middle of the pack. It's probably because a lot of those par fives are a little longer uh, in length. Um, I think one is about 580 yards and one's 590 yards. Um, that one's 612. So that keeps the scoring a little higher on those just because, you know, those it's not very easy to hit the green regulation two putt for, uh, for birdie there. Um, but overall though, I think the biggest takeaway is some of the scoring is that uh, the approach shots are fairly easy, which we'll talk about a little bit and around the green is pretty easy too. Uh, guys typically gain more strokes in these areas at the country club of Jackson, they usually do at the regular PG tour stop. So it's something to keep in mind. We'll talk about betting strategies a little later. Um, as far as tee shots goes, uh, you know, like most Donna Ross designs, pretty narrow fairways. They're less than, they're a little less than 30 yards wide on average. Uh, so the field average only hits the fairways about 63% of the time, but country club Jackson is one of the least penal places to miss a fairway. We talked about the rough earlier. The rough is not very deep. Uh, it's definitely one where, uh, you can still get some solid contact on the ball to still keep the ball on the green. Um, and there's not a whole lot of water that's really 
a concern for you off the tee either. I think there's only one hole where water actually comes into play off the tee shot that really gives you a little bit of nervousness or, you know, anxiety. So, but, and despite the fact that, you know, there's a relatively higher rate of miss, uh, fairways at the country club. Jackson has one of the highest green regulation, green and regulation rates on the PG tour. It's about 73%. Um, it's guys just pepper these greens. And that's the reason why it's a fairly easy golf course is that whenever there is a high regulation, green and regulation rate, I just turns into a putting contest, which we'll talk about a little later. Uh, even the green side bunkers, which if you are in them on one, every four shots about, um, they're not very difficult to get out of. Uh, like I said, it's kind of got the shallow base, uh, not very deep. They got, you know, the grass faces too, a little more rugged, you know, it's a, you know, a typical Donald Ross bunker, not all that difficult to get out of. And like I mentioned earlier, players tend typically gain a little more strokes on their pro shots and uh, around the green they do. And they have a PGA Tour stop. I guess if there is one defense of this golf course, it's probably in the greens. Uh, players typically find less success uh, putting from under 15 feet at the Country Cup of Jackson than they do other PGA Tour stops. That's probably because, you know, some, you know, these are Donald Ross. They're not original Donald Ross greens, but they're Donald Ross inspired greens. That means there's a lot of undulation to it. Uh, it's also tricky to put on Bermuda grass too. So probably that combination right there is probably why it's a little more difficult to putt um, at the country club of Jackson. So while we're taking our break, and then we'll continue uh, breaking down some betting strategies. All right, let's talk about No House Advantage. So no House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Play in pick'em contests versus other people for a shot at winning $250,000 plus in cash. Download the app, choose contests, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and 20x your entry if you hit all your picks. Bet up to five player prop overrunners or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including the NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today. Experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not how you play, but also where you play. You won't want to miss out on this. So sign up now with the promo code SGPN at NoHouseAdvantage.com or download the app to get a first deposit match up $25. Let's talk about promoguide.us. This is a great service. It's the best place to go if you're interested in plus EV betting strategies. We got daily updates on odds boosts and huge cash bonuses from all the major sports books. And they've got a VIP Discord group that puts even deeper plus EV analytics right at your fingertips. I got to say, we've been looking into their daily promo items, uh, updates, and they are some of the most informative and sharpest in the game. They'll simply tell you what team is probably to win, but where you'll get the best odds and how to track down and, and cash in big by const constantly changing promotions. If you're not already using mathematical models to help you with your picks, you are missing out on an insanely valuable tool. And the best part of all is that Promo Guy is run by a small team of passionate sports fans just like you and me, dedicated to building a well-informed, better betting community. Go to promoguys.us and check out their 100% track, transparent, and proven method for betting smarter. So make sure you check out promoguys.us. And lastly, let's talk about Odds Trader. What is Odds Trader? Well, Odds Trader is the best place to compare odds for all major sports books. You can also compare a different sign up codes, promotion from sports books, get the best deal. The app also provides player statistics, game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather, all the information you need right before the game time to make the best bets possible. 
It also has a bet tracker so bettors can keep records of all your games and betting activity. Got everything you need. Handicapping, play-by-play updates, live score and betting tracking, up-to-the-minute player statistics, key game statistics, projected game day weather, and bet tracker allows you to keep records of all your games and betting activity. So go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire, oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. All right, let's get back to it. Let's talk about two things that you probably care about the most about the Sanderson Farmers Championship. Uh, where are they hitting their approach shots from? And what type of guys this usually favors? So if you look at the approach shot distribution chart, I have my article up on sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Um, from Data Golf, I use uh, last year's um, chart. A lot of shots under 175 yards. And that you would think, all right, well, this is 7,500 yards. You think it's a little longer golf course. Why is it? You know, why are they in more short approach shots? Well, like I mentioned earlier, uh, Data Golf estimates that based on how, where these guys are actually hitting tee shots, it's really only about 7,200, 7,250 yards. They really shore up the golf course, especially if you have some pop off the tee. You can cut the dog legs. You can make it a lot shorter. So there's above average rates of between 100 and 150 yards. There's below average rates of 150, 175, but still pretty significant. I'd say about 50% of all your approach shots in the greens are going to come between 100 and 175 yards. So a lot of shorter irons, maybe your intermediates, like, you know, like seven irons, eight irons, those types of clubs. There is a higher rate of shots over 250 yards. It's about 16%. Those are three shots around. And those are probably the par fives, the longer ones, probably the third, the fifth, and the 14th. your approach shot into those greens is probably going to be like 260-ish, 250-ish, maybe 280 if you're a shorter hitter. So um, as far as proximity for those, you don't really need to look at, at it. Uh, you can just use par 5 scoring average. That solves your problem right there. The only proximity stats I would use are relative to the par scoring, which I've been starting to incorporate, is only is between you know anything under 175. That is going to capture the most data for you. Probably about, looks like about... Um, you know, about like 70% of your shots. And then you got the par five scoring, which covers that. You know, you're really, you know, the the gap in your model would be between like 175 and 250. That only accounts for about 25% of your shots. Not a huge deal. Uh, let's talk about the relative skill set chart too, of who excels as the country of Jackson. And uh, then we can get into some initial DFS strategies based on, you know, what I'm seeing here. So um, a little bit more of an advantage of driving distance. Guys who tend to... Um, put out there a little more have done a little better at this place. Uh, you know, I mean, just think about some recent winners. You got Sam Burns pretty, pretty long off the tee. Sergio Garcia, you know, he's got some pop off the tee. Um, you know, definitely above average length when he won a couple of years ago. Um, yeah. Cam champ. Who's one of the longest hitters on the PG tour. Uh, Sebastian Munoz has some pop off the tee too. And then before that, you know, you got Ryan Armour, who's a shorter hitter. Uh, Peter Monty, I think one here too, shorter hitter. But um, as I mentioned earlier, the ability to definitely shorten up this golf course by hitting it over the dog legs and not having to play this straight definitely helps a lot here. Uh, and then there's also above average emphasis in putting. Uh, anytime you have a golf course that has higher green regulation rates. That usually means uh, it turns into a putting contest. Uh, I think there's also a little bit of an emphasis on guys who putt a little better at this place because the greens are a little trickier to putt on as shown in the data under 15 feet combination of just navigating these 
you know, trickier Donald Ross inspired greens, you know, and having confidence upon Bermuda. That's probably what you're looking for. Uh, I mean, iron play is always important. It's a little less important this week, but um, I think if you, you know, it definitely, because it's easier approach shots, you know, you tend to see some worse ball strikers in that category still do well. Like I just mentioned, Peter Malnati, the poster child of a guy who could probably do well here. Not a great iron player, but just puts really well on Bermuda and still can hit a lot of greens. Uh, and then scrambling, I mean, I'm probably not going to look at it all that much uh, between the high green regulation rates, the fact that it's been a really mixed bag as far as like guys who do well around the green, guys who don't. There's not really something I'm looking for. So while we then transition to, you know, just some initial DFS, just where things are. So why don't we start at 10,000 bucks? You know, you got Sam Burns at 10.7, Sahit Tagal at 10.4, JT Poston at 10.2, Russell Henley at 10.1. Just initial reaction, just looking at everything. I mean, it looks like, I mean, again, this is Monday. Ownership is going to change. Uh, Sam Burns has significant ownership. No surprise. Defending champion, he's the biggest fish in this field. I, I would argue, though, that 10-7 is underpriced from what he is. Based on just everybody in this field, like, he is clearly the cream of the crop of this tournament. Um, I think 10-7 is a discount. From what you're gonna, I think that allows you, you know, if you play with some builds, uh, you know, you, you can easily fit another guy in the nines, another guy in the eights, uh, and you don't have to really dip down below. Like I, I was looking down the list, and we'll talk about a couple guys. Once you get past sixty, I don't think you have to go past like the sixty-seven hundred. Like it just, you know, and and part of the effect that Liv has had is. Like the bottom half of this field is really bad. And at that point, you're really just looking for a guy to make the cut. Yeah, I don't really see a whole lot of leverage here that even if you're, I mean, you're getting leverage, but like the floor is just so huge. And I don't think you have to go there. And I think there's, you know, between like 8,200 and 7,000, it's a lot of kind of the same guys. You don't have to dip up that far. And his price point at 10.7, allows you to kind of stay above that. So, yeah, I know this is chalk, but I'm going to take Sam Burns. <laughs> I mean, longer hitter, defending champion, puts great on Bermuda, um, decent relative to par scoring rates of shots under 175. You tend to see him do some of the terms he's done better has been kind of these, like, you know, shorterish Bermuda-ish tracks. So uh, I think Sahit Tagal is going to be really popular this week. Um, he's really up and down, but he was a 54 hole leader last year. So, you know, he can get it done here. I played really well. Fortnite. Let's see if we can keep it rolling. Uh, Henley is going to be interesting because, you know, the, the knock on him is that while he's a shorter hitter, which is not quite as favorable, he is so good from under 175. And he love and he just crushes Bermuda golf courses in general. He just hits really well. But the problem is that, if this is a putting contest, his putter has been just a disaster. Going ever back, I think for the last four tournaments, it's been really bad. Now, quote unquote, now Bermuda is his best putting surface in his career. Uh, I don't think that's true lately, though. I know he still lost strokes, I think, at the Wyndham, but it wasn't quite as bad. So I guess it's the immobile force meets the unstoppable object. Uh, will his Bermuda stats? in his career, help raise his, you know, terrible recent form and just, you know, last 50 rounds for putting. Um, if you want to bet him outright, uh, 
just take your tubs. Uh, the last couple times that anyone seems like he has bet Russell Henry has been in contention. It's really, uh, you know, just ending. So, um, why don't we go down to the $9,000 range too? So this, I guess this, you know, yeah, some, you got your favorite, you got some toys down here. You know, you got Denny McCarthy, who is really good at this track and just lights up Bermuda. Seems like he's always really popular. You got Sebastian Munoz. You have a you know a, a former champion here, just come off a really solid performance at the Presidents Cup. Taylor Christian Bazane, who too, like like that's that's a guy who that that's like a rich man's Peter Malnati type, where just the ball striking is just really, really, really terrible. So good on these greens, and if these approach shots just it, if it's not quite as demanding, tee to green, um. It's, you know, that tends to do well for a guy like Christian Bazaine to it because he's not really losing as many strokes to everybody. It kind of sh- shrinks the gap between the best players and the worst players. Uh, it's also just, you know, too, with Bazaine, who, too, like, like his proximity stats from under 175 and his scoring stats is actually one of the best in this field, too. It's kind of interesting. So maybe this is a case where he's at a golf course where he's going to have a little more, um, you know, the scoring clubs that he's a little more better with, they can put him a little better opportunities to actually rack up some birdies. Then I'd be guy to look at, and he doesn't, he's not really drawing a lot of ownership. It, it, you know, I think right now he's under 6%, um, with his score, you know, in the 9,000 hour range. Munoz, again, another guy I just mentioned, you know, just played really well. He looks like he's going to have sub 10% too. Uh, it seems like in the nines, everybody's going to go to Grio, who's playing really well. Um, and uh, I guess the scary thing about him is that I don't, Think of him as a really good putter. He's on a really big hot streak. So is that going to continue? I don't know. Um, you know, is Davis Riley going to come back? I think the tools are there for him. I think he's a really talented player. He's got the pop off the tee that you're looking for. Uh, he does tend to putt really well in Bermuda. His recent putting has not been very good. I think uh, he hasn't been his irons great, but if this is a golf course with a little easier iron shots, they can come you know back for him too. So, why don't I take one more break and then we'll finish up uh, breaking down the uh, uh, DFS. So. All right, let's talk about the Elias Game Plan app from the Elias Sports Bureau. So, did you know that the best day of the week is actually on Monday and Thursday and Sundays because it's NFL season? Favorite time of the year. Well, except for when it's the Masters, but I'm biased. And whether you're in the fantasy leagues, betting on your team, or just taking highlights around the water cooler at work, the NFL season just got a lot better thanks to the Elias Game Plan app. It's the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, and MLB. It's the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports, the Elias Sports Bureau, the official statisticians of U.S. Pro Sports. It's got full of information and insights provided by their renowned research team, which means they constantly give you information that's up-to-date that you can trust. This app gives you everything you need this season. from a competitive edge from league-validated team and player news and stats Head-to-head team comparisons ahead of their matchups, along with Elias key insights and from the Elias statisticians, uh, including injury impact analysis and expert game analysis, which can give you the advantage in betting, picking your fantasy lineups, or showing off your sports knowledge. And Elias Game Plan is releasing new features all the time, like their chat function, which allows you to talk directly to the researchers. So if you, you get the information, you need to feel comfortable when making big decisions on betting on their fantasy team. Um, so. Elevate your NFL season today and download the Elias Game Plan app. That's E-L-I-A-S. And right now, I have a special offer when you subscribe. Get 15% off your annual subscription, but only if you use the promo code SGPN15. Find Elias Game Plan Sporting Bet- Sport Betting in the App Store or play sports today using the promo code SGPN15. 
And lastly, let's talk about Fubo TV. If you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro, pro football with NFL Red Zone plus games in 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch on all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment. Cancel that anytime if you don't like it. So right now, you can try Fubo TV free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com slash SGP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V.com slash SGP. All right, let's finish breaking down you know, DFS. And then tomorrow with Boston Capper, um, you know, we'll talk about our betting card. We'll talk about, I'll ask him for DFS. You know, we'll see where ownership is. Um, maybe we'll go a little more in depth uh, about that. But uh, let's go to the $8,000 range. So, again, a lot of DFS toys down here. Thomas Dietrich, guy I love, by the way. Guy that, uh, you know, I manually track all my stats in the spreadsheet. And when I have Euro Tour guys, I have to manually put all their stuff in, uh, you know, from data golf. And, it's only a select list of guys. And Thomas Dietrich was a guy just kept tagging on, you know, I mean, he would, I wanted to have his data because occasionally he would make a cameo at like Corrales or Bermuda, but now he's got his card. He's been playing great golf too. Um, you know, over his last 12 rounds, gained over a stroke T to green, long hitter, great putter, got everything you need, including really high ownership in DFS. this week. So, um, look, like I really like Thomas Dietrich. Uh, not at the ownership though. I mean, he's still kind of finding his way. He did great at Fortnite. Again, checks a lot of boxes, but you know, you can go right above him to Sepp Straka, who kind of gives you everything that Thomas Dietrich offers. Long off the tee too. Played really good at FedEx Cup playoffs. You know, almost it was lost in a playoff at the FedEx St. Jude, featuring the exact same green type that we're going to see this week. Uh, played really well at the Tour Championship as well. And he's a really good putter, especially on Bermuda. So, I mean, I'll take Sepp Straka at, like, you know, two times less ownership or maybe three times less ownership as Dietrich. I like that. Let's talk about another favorite toy, Taylor Moore. Again, a guy I like, a guy I like a bet a lot. Again, good putter, at least especially recently, too. Pretty good off the tee. He's got some pop. Uh, just crushes Bermuda golf courses. But you know who else kind of does that too? Harris English does that as well. And Harris English has a lot less ownership than Taylor, than Taylor Moore has. Um, listen, Harris English is still recovering from uh, his hip injury they had during the year. Uh, did not end the season well either. Uh, but he came right back at Fortnite after a month off and he finished top 10. And I would expect his ownership to be a little higher based on that result. And it doesn't seem like anybody really noticed. Um, is he back? And if he's back at 8,600 bucks, like he's, he's the second best player in this field. <laughs> if, if he really is back there, um, you know, again, crushes Bermuda golf courses, a decent history here too. I think he's got a top 10. Uh, that's somebody I'm really interested in. You know, I think those are decent pivots away from Taylor Moore who's, and Dietrich who players I like where we pivot. I think Substrock is a good play in the 88 at 8,900 bucks. Uh, I think Harris is a good play too. So it's even Seamus Power, too. Maybe that's somebody you want to maybe look at as well. Uh, again, ended the season really poorly, but we're not that far removed from a top 15 finish at Brookline. We're not that far removed from a top 10 at PJ Championship. Finished top 10 at the Masters. He's 8400 bucks. Like, listen, I know it looks terrible, but he hasn't played in a month and a half. We have absolutely no idea what his game is right now. 
I think that's fine. Um, you know, I mean, and you got Trey Mullinax, another favorite toy for the DFS community. Again, playing well. Gains a lot of strokes, T.A. degree. Big hitter. You know, pretty good approach shots, not very good putter. I mean, I could find that in Gary Woodland, too. Like, I mean, I, you know, Gary Woodland's also pretty good on Bermuda golf courses in general. Big hitter. Hits his irons pretty good. And he's got some pedigree. Struggling with the putter right now. And Gary Woodland is showing about, you know, 5% ownership. And Trey Mullinax showing 16. I'll take that. So I think there's a lot of really good pivot plays in the 8,000-hour range away from some of these popular guys that can basically give you what you need and give you a lot of leverage. And I think you make a good case for all those guys. So, all right, let's go under $8,000. Let's go, you know, $7,000 range, which actually now is kind of dumpster diving. This used to be the $6,000 range. Now it's $7,000 range. Um, some about Dean Burmester for a little bit. Um, you know, this is actually another kind of guy who does similar things to what Trey Mullinick says. Uh, I just, you know, Big hitter off the tee, uh, played really well over in Europe too. Uh, t- I think a T11, uh, I think, well, t- two top 15 finishes at the Sky Show in the Open Championship. Played awesome in the Corn Ferry Tour Finals, finished two top fives there. Uh, his last start at the BMW PGA did not go very well for him. Uh, but he's had a couple of weeks off. The long-term firm is still good, and he's big hitter here. You know, that can work out for him. Uh, Alex Smalley, I think that's another guy who should be on your radar too. Um, you know, just crushes Bermuda golf courses. Just really in his in his rookie year on the PGA Tour, a lot of his better finishes have been on Bermuda. Basically, you know, either putting on it or just hitting off of it. He tended to raise his game on those types of golf courses. That's a guy with some pop as well. Um, you know his you know his proximity. You know his, his iron stats are really good. The proximity from under one seventy five is kind of field average, but. Whatever. I, I I think I am going to trust that just get him on a type of turf. It suits his game. And he played pretty well here last year, too. Uh, that's a guy I'm kind of I'm liking the $7,500 range. And that's a, a, an excellent addition if you want to go to Sam Burns up top there. I think Alex Molly is perfectly fine for a lab like that. Um, yeah, Adam Svensson, who I think is just a quality golfer. Um, I, he's not flashy. Um, you know, I worry a little bit about his putting on the Bermuda, but just solid tee to green. You know, I think he finished what top top fifteen finish at the Fortnite. You know, he doesn't have a whole lot of pop off the tee, but really good iron player. Going to hit a lot of greens. If you find a little bit of form with the putter, maybe you can do something with it. Um, I think Patrick Rogers is going to be like that. Template is going to be pretty popular. Uh, I kind of like Rogers in this spot just because. You know, he like he gives you basically the same thing that a Wyndham Clark gets you, but seven hundred bucks cheaper. Both of them are pretty. Both of them, all of them, all they do is basically just hit the ball long ways and putt. Uh, just so happens that Wyndham Clark has to be putting a little better. Rogers has lately, but Rogers has t- putts pretty well in Bermuda historically in his career. Tends to struggle from you know with these approach shots, but these are easier approach shots. Everybody's hitting a lot of greens. It's kind of a putting contest. I think that's good for a guy like Rogers. Uh, how about Mackenzie Hughes? $7,000. And he's actually been pretty good at, at uh, the Country Club of Jackson. He's got two top 30 finishes in his career. Finished, what, like I think like top 25 at Fortnite a couple weeks ago. This is your Peter Malnati type. It's a guy that just stinks, you know, off the tee, lose a bunch of strokes. Not a good iron player. Just rolls the rock on Bermuda, though. Um I, I think that's a good play at seven thousand bucks, especially coming off a decent finish of the Fortnite. 
Uh, he played really well the fall last year. Maybe this is kind of his time of year to shine. You know, I, I and I think he's going to, you know, seems like he's going uh, a little bit overlooked based on some of his ownership. Where is he? Yeah, two. I, I see 2% right now on Mackenzie Hughes for a guy who seems like he's informed that can just drain a lot of birdies and can do exactly what Peter Malnati did and has some decent success here. I like him, Mackenzie Hughes. Um, as far as the Corn Ferry guys go this week, you know, we're still kind of figuring out you know, who they are. Um, so the ones I kind of like are the ones I've seen already for at least a while. So Ben on, uh, I, I, I haven't outran on Ben on probably like a lot of, uh, people do, um, 101 on him played great at Fortnite ball striking was really good that week. Um, you know, and he putt pretty well, which is actually uncharacteristic for Ben on. He has a top five finish at this event before. And he is an accomplished player. He had won the BMW PGA uh, over in the European Tour well back, you know, a couple of years ago, but came really close to winning a, a bunch of other events in the PGA Tour. Played on a President's Cup team. Like, this is a guy who has a decorated career, who I actually have faith in if he is back. He just ended up losing his way a little bit. You know, that's why he went down the Corn Ferry Tour. Now that he's back, this is a guy who can win, that I have faith in. So I like him. Will Gordon's a guy I like to, that's, you know, a pretty accomplished uh, PGA tour player, at least before he went down the, or well, he's an accomplished college player, had some moments on the PGA tour. I think he did really well at the travelers during the COVID year, spent a year up on the PGA tour, did not play all the great, got sent back to the corn Ferry tour back up here, played pretty well uh, at the Fortnite in his first time out. That's a guy I've always kind of liked. That's uh, I think another guy you want to consider like 7,300 bucks as far as the corn Ferry guys, Davis Thompson too. That's a guy who had, with a lot of good pedigree, off to a really good start at the Fortnite with a decent finish. Uh, big hitter as well. That's a guy I think you can go with. But other than that, though, as far as some of these other Corn Ferry guys, like probably leave him alone. Um, kind of see uh, this is still kind of a trial run for me. So uh, I'm probably going to do that. And it's under 7,000 bucks. I mean, it's, I rail on the guy, but smart, Austin Smothern just kind of makes cuts. He's kind of like a poor. I think he's what we. Um, I think it's what we want wanted Adam Spencer. I think we want him to be Adam Spencer, basically. Just like this decent like ball striker, can't really putt. That's kind of like what's what Svensson does. But Smotherland, all he does is kind of just finish top 60. Like, but he makes cuts. And that's used for 6800 bucks. And then Michael Thompson, like um, this guy who his course history isn't all that great, but he does pretty well just in Bermuda in general and just makes a lot of putts. And that might be just good enough to make a weekend, six, seven hundred bucks. Like something to consider. So those are some of the initial plays I like in DFS. We'll talk a little bit more tomorrow as far as when ownership kind of firms up. But that's kind of where I'm leaning this week as far as where I'm going to, you know, build some lineups. All right, that's it. Uh, I see it's first and goal uh, for the Cowboys, and I am not very happy about that at all. Uh, tackle him. All right. Second and goal. All right, I'm going to sign off. I'm going to go eat. Uh, we'll be here. Uh, well, I think Boston Capra will be here. If not, I'll go over my betting card, be able to firm up some DFS strategies. Uh, and we'll go from there. So um, we will talk to you tomorrow night.